Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, good morning, friends and faithful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. This, of course, is your host, Jen, here, bringing you another episode out of Genesis on this beautiful Monday morning. I'm just so thankful for the warmer weather, and I've been taking advantage of it, actually, because I'm redoing my bathroom. And when I first started my bathroom, probably about two weeks ago, when I was sanding everything down and like patching holes and everything, oh, it was just awful sanding everything because I couldn't open my windows. And there was just a cloud of dust that had like permeated my entire floor of my house. (laughs) So it was not a fun day. But now I'm taking advantage of the warm weather. I'm opening up my windows and all that dust and all that paint smell is just going straight out the windows. It is so great. I am just I just love this spring weather. It just feels like spring finally. Very thankful for it after the cold winter that we had. So let me know what the weather is where you live. I've always been really interested in different cultures, but also I really enjoy geography and geology. I always did really well in those classes at my school. And actually for like a hot minute, I thought I was going to major in like earth studies, which I did for literally a semester (laughs) and then decided that that was not the career path I wanted to take. That being said, let me know where you live and what the weather is where you live. And also, I want to take this opportunity to thank my listeners in Texas. Yay! Thank you, Texas, for tuning in. I actually noticed that Texas uh, had the most downloads of the P40 Ministry podcast of any state other than my own. So Texas is very, very close to my home state when it comes to listening to the P40 Ministries podcast. So thank you, Texas, for tuning in. I appreciate all of you. And also New Jersey is not far behind Texas, which is kind of funny. So thank you to Texas and New Jersey for tuning into the P40 Ministries podcast this morning. But I am digressing really, really hard. So let's go ahead and actually just read the Bible here. We are going to be talking about Genesis chapter 40, verses 9 to the end of the chapter, which is verse 23. As always, I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version of the Bible this morning. The chief cupbearer told his dream to Joseph and said to him, In my dream, behold, a vine was in front of me, and in the vine were three branches. It was as though it budded and blossomed, and its clusters produced these ripe grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes. I pressed them into Pharaoh's cup, and I gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. Joseph said to him, This is its interpretation. The three branches are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your office. You will give Pharaoh's cup into his hand the way you did when you were his cupbearer. But remember me when it is well with you. Please show kindness to me and make mention of me to Pharaoh and bring me out of this house. For indeed, I was stolen away out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also I have done nothing that they should put me into this dungeon." When the chief baker saw that the interpretation was good, he said to Joseph, I also was in my dream, and behold, three baskets of white bread were on my head. In the uppermost basket there were all kinds of baked food for Pharaoh, and the birds ate them out of the basket on my head. Joseph answered, This is its interpretation. 
The three baskets are three days. Within three more days, Pharaoh will lift up your head from off you, and you will hang on a tree, and the birds will eat your flesh from you. On the third day, which was Pharaoh's birthday, he made a feast for all of his servants, and he lifted up the head of the chief cupbearer and the head of the chief baker among his servants. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position again, and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But he hanged the chief baker, as Joseph had interpreted to them. Yet the chief cupbearer didn't remember Joseph, but forgot him. So you remember that Joseph is stuck in this prison for doing absolutely nothing wrong. And this prison was likely in his master's home, Joseph's master's home. And Joseph's master was actually the captain of the guard. So he was one of Pharaoh's high-ranking officers, the captain of the guard. And it says several times in this chapter that this dungeon was actually in the captain of the guard's home. So it was probably in the basement or off to the side or something, but it was a dungeon. And this was not a nice dungeon. There would have been a lot of criminals in this dungeon, but it says that God allowed Joseph to prosper in this dungeon. And actually, Joseph's master, the uh, captain of the guard, still kind of liked Joseph because he put him in charge of a bunch of different things in that prison, along with the warden. The warden really liked Joseph as well. But it says that the captain of the guard actually put Joseph in charge of these two men, which were the chief cupbearer and the chief baker. Now, a cupbearer was somebody who would provide drinks to the pharaoh. And then the baker, obviously, was the person who baked for the pharaoh, baked the bread and baked whatever else. And so these two men were thrown into prison. No one knows exactly why. It doesn't say in the Bible why these two men were thrown into prison. But one way or the other, pharaoh got really upset with them. And uh, many people speculate it was over some sort of poisoning or attempted poisoning or attempted murder of the pharaoh, mainly because these two men were the food handlers of pharaoh. So both of them got thrown into prison for whatever reason, and they end up dreaming this dream. But they each end up dreaming their own version of the dream. So this really freaked out these two men, and they were really scared. But Joseph was a dream interpreter. So he sees that they're, they're kind of upset and afraid, and he asks them, he's like, what's wrong? Why are you guys upset? And they are like, well, we've had this dream that we don't understand what it means, and it's our own versions of the dream. We just, we aren't sure what this means. And we're kind of freaked out about it. And Joseph's like, well, you know, God, my God is the one who knows all dreams. And he's the one who interprets the dreams. And then I can interpret them to you. I can understand through God what these dreams mean. And I will tell you what they mean. So now we are reading today about the dreams that these two men had. So the chief cup bearer, goes first. And he's like, well, my dream was that I saw this vine. This vine had three branches and they began to bud and produce these beautiful grapes. I took these grapes and I squeezed them into a cup for Pharaoh. And I gave that cup to Pharaoh. And so Joseph hears this dream and he's like, okay, here's what this dream means. He says, the three vines on that grape plant mean three days. And he says, in three days, you will be restored 
as the chief cup bearer. You will be restored to your position. Everything will be okay. You will be fine. You will be let out of this prison. You will be in the exact same position you were in before. But Joseph says at the very end, he's like, so when this happens, so he was very confident about his interpretation of this dream. He says, when this happens, please be kind to me. Remember me because you know my story. You know that I was thrown in here for doing absolutely nothing wrong. You know that I was taken away from my father's household and have done nothing wrong. I have been betrayed. So please be kind to me and mention me to Pharaoh so that I can just get out of here and maybe go home. So after this, in, in my opinion, it almost seems like the chief baker here kind of cuts off Joseph with what Joseph was saying to the chief cup bearer. And the baker ends up kind of cutting in and at least that's how I interpret it. It kind of seems like that's what he does. He gets excited because he sees that his friend, the chief cupbearer, ends up having a good interpretation of the dream. So he gets encouraged and he's like, and the baker's like, here's my dream. Please interpret mine next. And he kind of cuts off what Joseph is saying, in my opinion. And he says, okay, so here's my dream. I have these three baskets that are on my head. And these baskets were stacked on top of each other on my head, and I was carrying them on my head. And he says, the top basket contained all sorts of pastries for Pharaoh, but all of a sudden these birds come over and they eat all the pastries from the basket on my head. And Joseph says, so this is what your dream means. And I don't know, I can't imagine Joseph didn't say this with some sort of... Um, <clears throat> sorrow and regret in his voice when he was telling the the baker his interpretation but he says so this is what your dream means the three baskets also represent three days and he says three days from now pharaoh will lift you up and impale you or hang you he says the birds are then going to come down and eat the flesh Peck away at your flesh is actually what the NLT version says. Now, we don't know what the baker, how the baker responded to that, what he said, but he probably was pretty upset that he didn't get a very good interpretation of the dream. Maybe he was just like, yeah, whatever, that makes no sense. That's not going to happen. Who knows? Maybe he was maintaining hope. I don't know what the baker would have said, but if I would have heard that, and I, I wonder if you guys would have as well, if I would have heard that, and uh, heard Joseph's interpretation of these dreams, I probably would have said to Joseph, can you pray to your God for mercy on me? <laughs> At least that's what I would have imagined this man should have said, but he didn't. You know, there was no one that could interpret these dreams other than Joseph, because Joseph was the only one who had the Spirit of God inside of him, but yet this baker didn't have a repentant heart or didn't want to repent to the true God who was shown to him just now through the interpretation of those dreams. You know, God was shown to those two men through Joseph. And probably that was not the first time Joseph had shown God to these two men. I'm sure of it because Joseph had lived with these two men for quite a while at this point and had taken care of them for quite a while. It actually said for many, many days, these men were under the charge of Joseph in this prison. So it's likely that they already knew about God in some way, or at least had a bit of understanding of the God that Joseph served, but yet this baker did not ask for mercy or uh, grace or anything like that. 
did not pray to God, did not ask Joseph to pray to God, but likely maintained a hard heart. You know that with repentance, many times in the Bible, when we see people repent from the sins that they commit or the sins that they do, God protects them and he helps them through the situations that they're going to go through. Maybe, just maybe, if this man, this baker, had repented or asked God for help, maybe this wouldn't have happened to him, but it ends up happening to him. It says that Pharaoh's birthday came three days later and he prepared this wonderful banquet, this uh, birthday party for himself, pretty much. He invited all of the officials and all of the staff and he summoned the two men from the prison. So he summoned the chief baker and the chief cupbearer and he ended up restoring the cupbearer to his position and the chief baker ended up getting killed exactly the way Joseph had predicted it. It's likely that Pharaoh had found out that the chief baker was the one in the wrong and ended up killing the chief baker for whatever the chief baker did. It says in verse 23 that the cupbearer was restored to his position, but he completely forgot about Joseph, never even giving him another thought is what it says in the NLT version. It says, Pharaoh's chief cupbearer, however, forgot all about Joseph, never giving him another thought, which is kind of sad after Joseph had shown so much kindness to the chief cupbearer and had interpreted a dream to him through God's help. But the chief cupbearer completely forgot about Joseph. So it's just a very sad story. Now, one last thing I want to mention before I conclude is that Joseph was not afraid to tell the truth to these two men. How often are we super scared? to honestly tell the truth to people. I actually found an interesting quote recently that said something like, many of us are willing and ready to preach the sermon of the cupbearer, but we are not ready and willing to preach the sermon of the chief baker. And how true is that? You know, we always want to make people feel good. We always want to fill them with joy and happiness and feel good feelings when they leave on Sundays or whenever else, but we don't want to preach the bad stuff. You know, the stuff about sin, the stuff about repentance, the stuff about um, hell and uh, different themes that are in the Bible that aren't always positive, but they're in there for a reason. You know, those themes are in there for a reason. We need to be very careful that we aren't just preaching the good stuff, you know, preaching the feel-good stuff and completely ignoring the other stuff. We have to be very careful not to do that because it's all the truth. Whatever is in the scriptures is all the truth. So we need to tell the truth to people because that is the most loving way to do things. And Joseph was not afraid to tell these two men the truth. And that is how you know Joseph had the Holy Spirit inside of him. He was not afraid to tell the baker exactly what was going to happen to him because that was God. That was God interpreting that dream through Joseph. So it's just something to think about the fact that Joseph was not afraid to tell the truth. And that's kind of one of the, um, the ways you can tell if somebody has the Holy Spirit or not, if they're willing to tell the truth, even when the truth hurts. But, you know, we're always supposed to tell the truth in love. We're not supposed to tell it harshly. Jesus also told the truth to everybody, but he was very gentle when he told the truth. And that is the same way we are supposed to be. We're supposed to tell the truth in a gentle manner. Friends, join me tomorrow at 6 a.m. or later 
<laughs> for an episode out of Matthew. We are going to be discussing Matthew chapter 19 tomorrow and talk a little bit more about that. Also, I want to mention something that my husband and I were discussing the other day. We were kind of laughing about it. was the fact that uh, I said that um, the average monthly income for somebody was $1,000 a month. I don't know why I said that and what I was thinking. The average monthly income for somebody is about $4,000 a month. I had mentioned that in uh, one of my previous podcasts. I think last week I was saying something like that. And I looked it up later and I'm like, wow, I was way off about the monthly income of the average person. Maybe it's just because I was always in minimum wage jobs and I felt like I made nothing, which was my own fault. But I was projecting myself onto that. But uh, sorry about that, you guys. So it's about $4,000 a month. And you can go back and listen to that episode. I think that's the one about um, the man who owed all that money to the king. And I don't know. So that was the one that I talked about last week. So you can go back and listen to that one. But uh, sorry about that, you guys, for completely messing that up. But definitely join me tomorrow at 6 a.m. for an episode out of Matthew. And also join me on Wednesday for another episode out of Genesis. And we will discuss more about uh, Joseph's plight and what ends up happening in Genesis chapter 41. It's just so crazy. We are almost done with Genesis. We have nine more chapters, I believe, in Genesis before we are done. If you haven't taken a look at the Alive devotional coloring books yet, those are for sale on Amazon Prime. Make sure you type in Alive exclamation point coloring devotionals when you look them up on Amazon Prime. Those are the coloring books that I completely designed and wrote and illustrated, and those are for parents and children or grandparents and children. The children's version is from ages 5 to 10, and the parents' version is just for adults, but they can be done together. So it's kind of like a discipleship set. The parents do their devotional and read it and learn it. And then the children's one has a very similar devotional, but it's much simpler. And the parents can explain it to the child because they have a great understanding of what's happening in the devotional. And then the parents can color their pictures in the adult version and the children can color their exact same picture in the children's one. And I call that the Alive Color devotional discipleship set. Yes, it's a very long uh, title, but that's what I call it. But you can just type in a live devotional coloring book and that will come up right on Amazon Prime for you to purchase and support P40 Ministries with everything that we're doing. I am actually coming out with a brand new book in June. It will be available hopefully actually in May. I, I want it to be available in May, but we'll see if I actually get that done. But it will definitely be available in June. So be excited about that. It's going to be called Out of the Mire. And it's actually a book based on Joseph's life. I, it was a book that I had written a long time ago. And I never got published. I'm going to actually do it and publish it now and get that out to the public so that everybody can study more about the life of Joseph. If you are as interested in Joseph's life as I am, definitely get that book in June. I am going to be promoting it off and on for the next couple months until it is out so that you guys don't forget. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Happy listening and God bless. <laughs>